0: Welcome to the Hammer Lane, a private podcast dedicated to the employees of Enterprise Transportation. Your host and Vice President of Trucking, Casey Teague, will cover topics that are important to you, our favorite employee. Posted once a month, we hope you find this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. From interviews answering your questions, we'll try and cover all that's relevant to our business if you have questions you'd like addressed, email them to thehammerlane at eprod.com. That is, again, thehammerlane at E-P-R-O-D dot Now, let's get into the show.
1: All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Hammer Lane. So, if you tuned in and listened to the whole, uh, the whole uh, episode that we, we sent out in January, I'm fairly certain you were a little disappointed some of y'all were Probably a little aggravated with the ending. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it was a little humorous. Some did not. Uh, but And I get it. So at the time, I really I, I didn't know uh, if we had made uh, the Project 9 goals. Um, but I'm, I'm here to clean that up. And uh, the first thing out the gate, I'm not going to make you listen to the whole thing. I'm just going to tell you where we are or where we landed for 2022. As you know, um, the goal, Project 9, was corporately to make uh, $9 billion in EBITDA, uh, which would be a record uh, if we were to exceed that. Um, if we made over $9 billion, then every employee in the company uh, would, would receive a bonus. Uh, and I've got uh, some details on that bonus. If we made over 9.3 billion, then that bonus would increase. And so let me read you what came out of uh, uh, some, some guidance that was sent out uh, to the field. And at the time, this was mid-January, it, it says, while we don't know with certainty the outcome of Project 9, um, we, this was uh, HR fielding, a number of questions about employee eligibility for the bonus. Uh, So here is the eligibility criteria. You must have been hired on or before December 31st, 2022, and you must be an active employee on the payment date, um, which is anticipated to be on or about February 17th, 2023. Um, Employees on short term disability will be eligible. uh, If they meet the above criteria, those on long term disability are not eligible as they're not active employees. Uh, So STD, uh, you are an active employee, once you cross that threshold, and uh, go to long term, uh, you are no longer um, an employee. uh, So you would not be eligible in that case. So Today uh, you're listening to this, February first, two thousand and twenty-three, and your your question is, did we make it? Yes, we made it. Uh, not only did we do nine billion, but we did nine billion three hundred and nine million. So, what does that mean? The bonus is going to be what, Chad?
2: Five thousand dollars, guys. Yep, five grand in your
1: pocket. Uh, less
2: applicable withholding taxes and, and taxes. withholdings yes yeah.
1: we're never getting away from ta- paying taxes unfortunately um so good news great job every single one of you um who uh, who were here last year uh, played a part in uh in project nine um and so what did what did that do I will just tell you my observation, it did a number of things and, it, and I was really impressed and I didn't really think about it throughout the year. Um, and I, I sat in a webcast recording the other day and there were a bunch of questions and comments and I started thinking about, well, gosh, what did this do for us? And what I saw was this thing set a common goal. It set a, a common goal that everybody could relate to. Why? Because every single one of us had skin in the game. It brought us together uh, to try and meet that common goal. And it really sparked an interest in our business. How can we help? What can we do differently uh, to ensure that we meet that goal? And, and it provided some ownership. You know, it made us, it, it, like I said, we all had skin in the game. And, and so I, I think all those things are positive, uh, positive things. And that's what I observed from Project 9 and I don't think I'm alone. I think uh, I think our, our senior management recognized that as well. Um, and, and I will tell you that I don't know that that was intended. Um, it, it was just one of those uh, after effects that we looked at and went, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. That made us all look at this and come together. I, I, I can't tell you how many uh, times I've been asked, hey, how are we doing? How are we doing? Um, and that's not something we've had in the past how's the business going
2: yeah you um, the topic of conversations and safety meetings had changed you know everybody was interested that knew about the project nine and you know everybody pulling the the rope the same direction
1: yeah so where do we go from here we go to project 9.3 that's this year's goal so congratulations we get another shot at it project 9.3 um same same kind of deal um, our goal, and we did it this year. There's no reason why we can't do it next year. Nine billion three hundred million. So here are the, uh, the the two echelons. If we make between nine point three and nine point five billion in EBITDA corporately, um, then each one of you will receive a three thousand dollar bonus. If we make greater than nine point five, uh, then that bonus goes up to five thousand. We beat our goal. Uh, by three hundred and nine million dollars, uh, so there's no reason to think we wouldn't be able to beat uh, the nine point three uh, as we go forward. Um, eligibility, I-, I assume eligibility remains the same. Um, that's probably where that'll land. But guys, congratulations! Uh, really appreciate um, the uh, uh, the effort, and uh, man, we did a we did a fantastic job, and everybody was in it together. So. With that, that's the Project Nine update that everybody has been uh, been wanting to hear. Um, congratulations! And we got a few other things we're going to talk about. Uh, you guys are working on a safety culture survey. Uh, we bought some new tractors, sixty-five new tractors. We've got Scott McFarland's in here. He's going to talk a little bit about that. And we are—I uh, know you guys have been living the uniform policy um, and some of the changes we made um, to uh, mitigate. Uh, the, the, the lockdown, the economic downturn a couple of years ago. And um, we're going to, I guess, codify those changes in the policy. Um, and we are changing that policy. So Chad's going to talk a little bit about that. So we'll start with the safety culture survey. Uh, Jim, You didn't push the cough button. I know. Sorry we need, about that. We need. We were talking about having a cough button in here. So talk a little bit about the safety culture survey. I know we did last month. Um, but maybe rehash a little bit about what is it uh, and where are we?
3: Yeah, the safety culture survey, we're just hoping to get information from the employees, the boots on the ground. What do you see? What do you think our safety culture is like at Enterprise Transportation? Um, Are there places that we can improve? Are there things that you see that are great that we need to continue? And so this is just giving everyone a voice. It's going to be that small survey, about 40 questions be able to log on through your email. You'll have a link. Click on it. Go answer those as honestly as, uh, as you can and uh, go through there, knock it out. And then once we complete the survey and we get all of those returned, we're going to send a follow-up email. And that email is going to come from Casey and it's going to give everyone an opportunity to just add any comments maybe you thought about after you answered that survey things that you want to put out there. It's just a big free form box. You can type whatever you want and uh, just remember it will be looked at by senior leadership here at Houston. So make sure that your responses are professional. Yeah, please. Because uh, <clears throat> it's going to be looked at people, uh, by people more than just the trucking group as well. But we really want to hear what you have to say um, and what your perspective is on the safety culture because we want to continue to grow and to have a safe work environment for everyone.
1: Yeah, and we, and I mean, we, we did pretty good last year too. Yeah. So in the webcast, we got a, we got a mention. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. I think we were the only group that had uh, zero lost time incidents. Is that right? I couldn't say for sure. Of, of the stats I saw during the webcast, we were the only. Okay. By other, safety region.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only some of the smaller two. entities did right. it, but yeah, that, that sounds accurate. Large group, I guess. Yeah. And the safety culture survey, um, it's anonymous. It's confidential. We don't know who's sending those responses in. Yeah, um, we send out. We know four hundred and twenty-seven of them, and uh, currently, as of this morning, uh, as we're recording the podcast, we have one hundred and seventy-two that have been completed. So we're at forty percent completion uh, yeah. already. That's great.
1: Yeah, that's that's good news, guys. Keep keep filling it out. We want we want everybody one hundred percent um, participation on this deal. It's important. It's important to me. I'm curious. Um, you know, we talk safety all the time. Um, we, uh, you know, myself, Chad and, uh, Chris and, and Shane, uh, make our rounds. They, they make the rounds a little bit uh, more frequently than I do to the safety meetings. And so we're privy a little bit to those kind of conversations, but really that day-to-day stuff that you guys encounter, I'm curious to know where are we. Um, where are we doing good? Where do we need some improvement? Um, and and I'm I'm looking for your feedback. So, please participate. I know we had some uh, challenges with the tablets. Um, I think uh, Van Allen is working on that with the IT guys. We've got a solution. Hopefully, we can get that uh, done. Um, and um, we did extend the uh, yes the the thing. To, yeah.
3: So we're we're not going to end it in uh, January. We're going to give the first couple of weeks of February due to the technical difficulties with the tablets. Yeah, but
1: don't don't let that uh um don't put it off. Do it do it now. Get it done.
2: You know, and even now, if you are having issues with your tablets, you can get with your supervisor and we can get you hooked up on the portal in, yeah. the, in the office there and we can go in there and do it that way right now. Yeah. How long does it take? It's like 25 questions or uh, something? About
3: 40, questions, 40 but questions, but it's just, you're just clicking a box on each one. If you agree, strongly agree, neutral. Yeah. So
2: probably 15, 20 minutes. If I think that. It the most, yeah. I think I took five to six minutes probably for yeah. me. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So you could be in and out of there in, in 10 minutes and get yeah. it taken care of. And I, I did not get that.
3: I didn't. I didn't get an email. It should be coming to you. Okay. I got that rectified uh, yesterday, I believe. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. Good deal. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Let's talk. Uh, talk a little bit about tractors. Uh, as you guys know, we bought. Uh, we we went and Chad talked about it and explained what we're doing. Kind of a um, life cycle replacement plan. So typically, we would look at them and we still look at the cost of uh, of our uh, of maintaining the fleet. Um, and we look at the most expensive ones and determine uh, what gets sold and what gets, you know, what gets replaced. We're doing that more frequently, Um, and we're going to replace a certain percentage of the fleet each year. I think in the crude, it's a 20 percent. With our LP fleet, we're going to replace 15 percent, so you guys can see a steady rotation annually uh, of new tractors, so that I don't know that I'm sure other people do it. I just don't know of Uh, specifically who does it like that. So that'll keep our our fleet relatively new. um, And some of these tractors are really nice. So we signed a purchase uh, last year and we're starting to take delivery. So, Scott, where are we?
4: Well, we we initially signed a purchase agreement for 75 tractors, but uh, with the output of the factory, they uh, cut us by 10. That's right. So we're receiving 65 this year or for 22, 23-year models. Um, Of the 65, 53 have been funded, um, which means we lease the tractors, and Treasury has funded 65, I mean, 53 of them. Yeah. 27 of those have been delivered to Baytown, and uh, 23 have received license plates. We have a, a hinge point with Rush where they give us the white slips, and we turn those into license plates for us to run uh apportion tags.
1: Yeah. And if anybody's been to the DMV, they can, they can attest un- to yeah. the pain of
4: that <laughs> yeah, for sure. And
3: Scott, how does that work? If you have a paper tag on a tractor, are you good to run anywhere?
4: No, you can only run in the state of Texas with these tags, uh, until we get the apportion tags mounted to the truck and we can run.
1: Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point.
4: So we have 12 remaining to fund. We expect the last, uh, tractor from the factory this week. So we'll be able to fund
2: this week or we'll start prepping the funding. So at least
1: all 65 by the end of the week will be, we'll be here in, in Houston. Houston.
2: Yep. Okay. And 27 delivered and all the remaining are still at rush right now being, being rigged, upfitted. Out. Yep. Upfitted and rigged out. Yeah.
1: Yep. Cool. Okay. That's where we stand on that. So guys, hang in there. Tractors are coming. Hopefully you guys have had a chance to take a look at them. They're they are pretty, pretty sweet. It's the 567. Yes, sir. And the the stacks, um, are they straight cut? Straight cut. Yeah, they they look pretty slick.
3: Yeah, and that new nose on those is just a lot safer. Yeah. Um, Swooping down, you have less um, blind spots. You can see those cars whenever in Houston traffic, they cut right there in front of you and hit the brakes. Um, I know some of the old truckers prefer the traditional nose, the looks of it. But those of us in safety, uh, we we like this new one because it is a little safer, more aerodynamic, things like that. So I so, like it.
1: So that that ballard post we hit at that plant was just, that in a five sixty
2: seven? It was with a five sixty
1: seven.
3: Mm. Okay. So
2: what
3: I, what what axle hit
2: that? The, that'd been the bumper on the front. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So I I don't know. I'm I just I'm not. Suggesting anything, Jimmy? I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> We're still running into stuff. Quit running into stuff, guys. So good news. Um, we will have new tractors uh, rolling out there pretty quick. Some of you guys have already had them. Hey, I'd like to know, what do you think of them? Um, the Hammer Lane at eProd.com. That's E-P-R-O-D.com. If you do have some comments about the new tractors, uh, what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see changed uh, in the future, um, drop us a line. I think, uh, the LP units are automated transmissions.
2: So we, with the 567, we was able to get that 12 speed eating that we've been looking for. Uh, that's the 12 speed automated. Yeah. The 12 speed automated. And that's, you know, that's going to be a benefit because I know some of the biggest complaints we have now is like acceleration and takeoff when we're loaded, uh, with the current transmission setup that we have in the 389s. Uh, this new 12 speed transmission, you shouldn't see that lag on the lower gears. So you should be able to take off and accelerate a little bit better with a load on. Yeah, good. So, and then, then the, the crude unit, the smaller. The smaller sleeper crude units are going to have, uh, 13 speeds, uh, manuals. So, yeah. and I know I've talked to a few out in the field at the safety meetings towards the end of, uh, last year the, and, and, in January of this year. But yeah, that new 13-speed, and it's going to be a straight torque 1850, so these trucks are set up to pull.
1: Yeah, that's right. We talked about that previously, but I think that I, I know I got a note or a text or something from Cade Graff out there in Sealy, and he was pretty excited about the 13-speed. Uh, let's see. We, we signed, I signed a purchase agreement uh, for our next round of tractors, and um, Scott, those uh, are, are scheduled for do we have build dates or how does that work? I don't think we order? have
4: a particular build dates. We have a quarter.
1: <laughs> oh, but, there's the cough button. Yeah. <laughs> that was Chad. <laughs>
4: we expect to uh, start receiving them third quarter of this year.
1: Okay. 23. So, all right. A little bit sooner than, yeah. So we'll have a steady flow of tractors all,
2: all year. All year long. Yeah. No, it should be good. And that's one thing I had a conversation with Peter Bilt two weeks ago. And they're they're thinking that they're going to get the factory back up to the 170 to 180 trucks a day, so build dates that they're putting in now should should be on schedule. So. Yeah, you know it'd be cool as if we could get a driver
1: up there to see that.
2: Yeah, that would. that would be neat. I yeah. think they would enjoy it. Yeah, I think
1: so too. That's it. Really is a, a pretty neat uh, a neat tour. We'll have to do something for somebody yeah. to figure out how to how to identify somebody.
3: And you know, Casey, for for some of the new drivers who maybe haven't worked at a lot of different companies. Um, this is kind of unheard of to have this percentage of new trucks coming in constantly. Oh yeah. Uh, the previous companies I've worked for, um, uh, prior to getting into safety, when I did drive a truck, we drove them until they rusted out, the wheels fell off, things like that. It was just, you'd run it until you can't run it anymore. So right. this yeah. is, this is pretty amazing. I think,
1: I think we've done that in the past. I mean, take a look at some of the Volvos, right? The Freightliners. We have some 17 Freightliners. Those jokers are getting really expensive. So, those are actually on the uh, on the block to get sold. That's so the,
2: fi- the 15 Freight, yeah, liner, the 15 yeah,
1: Freightliners. Yeah. Yep, yeah, they they are well worn
2: tractors. We, we've got our use out of them. For oh sure. yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the tractor purchase deal. So good, good news, we've got a, a steady flow of new, new uh, equipment coming into the fleet. Whether you get one or not, I, I don't know. And I will tell you that um, we here, uh, we not being me, but between uh, Chad and uh, Shane and Chris, they kind of determine the distribution by terminal. And once those tractors get to the terminal, we're not dictating how the managers um, are uh, distributing uh, those, those tractors for the most part. I mean, we give some guidance, but yeah. um, that's up to the manager how they, uh, how they uh, distribute those. Um, so if you're curious uh, how, how, how it works in your terminal, go ask your supervisor, ask your manager, and uh, just see what their, t- their take is. Um, and I think we do it a little differently um, in, in every, every terminal. Um, let's move on to uniform policy. Um, how do we provide uniforms? It's, uh, I know that it has changed, uh, like I said in the beginning of this, from the way we did it pre-COVID uh, to the way things are, are actually working now. Um, and like I said, we're going to, we're going to codify how that, uh, how that process works in our policy. Uh, so you'll see an updated policy, uh, come out shortly. And with that, all of our policies, um, are coming out of the blue book, no more paper policies. However, I did ask Betty to keep a paper policy book for me cause I, I like thumbing through it. Um, but they will be online and you will be able to uh, access those policies via your tablet uh, once we get that situated and yes I know we are having some difficulty uh, accessing the portal from some of the some of the tablets and that's that's actually the issue with the safety culture survey so we're, we're working through that uh, feverishly but Chad tell us about the uniform. Well,
2: stuff. as we go back prior to COVID, as we had the shutdown, you know, that was one of our ideas for a cost saving measure too. Uh, you know, before every uh, employee, you know, drivers were allowed to, you know, initial points up front, they got a new hire starter kit, and then we assigned them 800 points to buy, you know, the additional uniform shirts and pants that they needed a jacket and stuff like that. Uh, and then quarterly, you would get you know, a quarter of your points to total 800 points throughout the year. So at the beginning of every new quarter, I think for drivers, it was 165 points. And then for like maintenance staff and gaugers it was 75 points every quarter. So you could use those points as you needed throughout the quarter and you could roll over quarter to quarter, but you couldn't roll over year to year. Right. And uh, so by doing that, we were just, you know, putting money out there available for you on the Wayne website. You could go in and get something and if, if you needed it. And, you know, there were some of the things that we sat back and looked at and we see the savings now. Scott and I was talking about that this morning. You know, I think it was like we're saving nearly $100,000 a quarter by not just issuing and assigning the points. But some of the things that we were seeing, we would see, you know, the hat would be like $10 or 10 points on the Wayne website. But then we'd pay $30 to ship the hat That's to right. the terminal yeah. uh, or to the driver's house and, and things like that. So we've kind of tried to cut a lot of that stuff out. And now, I mean, we still are going to provide your uniforms uh, to everybody out there. We want everybody to look professional while they're out in the field. Uh, but we, we're doing it on an as-needed basis more so now. Uh, but we have modified the uh, new employee uh, uh, kit that will be coming out as your new employee. And you start your first week here while you're going through training, things like that. Uh, that new kit will contain one uh, set of FR coveralls. You're going to receive uh, a hard hat with the Enterprise logo, rain suit, safety glasses, PVC, safety toe boots, face shield, goggles, gloves, and a ball cap with the Enterprise logo on it, uh, and all put together in a cargo bag. But we've also added to that uh, a winter coat. Because what we had seen when we had just the points allocation, Mm. you get 800 points. We buy boots, and then we buy four pair of pants, and then we Mm. buy four shirts well, we don't have enough money left to get a winter coat. Well, then wintertime rolls around like the weather we've seen this past month out in in some regions where we need a coat, but I didn't have enough points to get a coat when I started. So that the coat will be provided in the new employee uh, kit. And then on top of that, as your new employee, you will also receive 875 points to go fulfill the rest of your kit to get you enough where you do have five uh, you know, uniforms that you can wear each day of the week. Right. Uh, so that'll consist of, you know, either four more pair of pants and four more shirts or five pairs of pants, five shirts uh, to fulfill everything you need. And then also you will receive, uh, you know, 200 points now to receive your steel toe boots or your safety toe boots. Uh, in the past, uh, that was 150 points, but that was one thing corporately we as Enterprise from from the operations side and from our side uh, transitioned from 150 points last summer to 200 points. So now you as the employees have 200 points to uh, be able to purchase your boots this year. And you know, a lot of that has to do with inflation, the cost of things have gone up. And yeah. you know, as we make that extra $50 jump, it opens up our variety of boots that we can have uh, for the drivers to choose from or the employees to choose from.
1: You guys, and I, I just want, want you to know that they wore me down on that because I, I didn't like that idea.
2: <laughs> I
4: think it's a good idea. You know,
2: you, to get a good pair of boots that last you a while out here that's comfortable, you know, you, you need to spend the money and get a good pair of boots. Yeah, I know. I know. I I, I
1: gave in. So two hundred bucks for boots. Another thing we gave in on is the eyeglass allowance. What it was? What one hundred and fifty or a hundred? Yeah, we had it like
3: I think it was one hundred and fifty. Yeah,
1: and what is it now? Two fifty.
3: Two fifty at this point. Yeah. yeah.
1: So for um, safety, eyeglasses, prescription eyeglasses, we. Yeah. Uh, we provide two hundred and fifty dollars. So,
3: and we we hear a lot of people out in the field that don't they have don't those and don't know about it. They don't.
1: So. Yeah. They don't, where where do they where do they get that? How do they, How does it work? I don't mean to put you on the spot because we didn't talk about covering no. this, but.
3: So if they just get with their supervisor, they can pull the form down. Um, There's an electronic form that has a hyperlink to SafetyRx's website. You can go on there, and they just have hundreds of different frames you can choose from.
1: That's an online deal? Yeah, it's
2: online. I think all all the employee will need is actually their prescription from their optometrist or whatever to fulfill
3: that. Yeah, Yeah. just need a a prescription. Um, It needs to have the PD number, that uh, pupil dimension, for them to be able to put the lenses in properly into the frames. And – one complaint I heard from one driver is he just didn't like the way they fit and the way that he was looking through them and didn't realize you can just ship that back to Safety RX. Tell them what's going on. They will adjust it, change it, give you different frames, whatever and shoot you back what you need. Yeah. So yeah, we'll I guess get you that, taken that, care of.
1: that PD number is kind of where this where your your pupil is uh, centered in relation to the lens, right? Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, so whenever you go in and you try them on in person, they take the little a Sharpie and they put yeah. a dot. Yep. So uh, they just need that dimension to be able to build them. And then also, Safety RX has um, different optometrists around the country that you can go in and actually try stuff on and have stuff done right there. That's part of the Safety RX family. Okay. So if you want to do that, just get with your supervisor. We can look it up online or your local safety rep, and we'll we'll find you somebody in the local area.
1: Yeah. So if you wear yeah. prescription glasses and uh, need some safety. Safety lenses, safety glasses. Uh, we'll we'll hook you up two hundred fifty dollars. So yep, you just have to get your prescription and PD number.
3: And talking about that real quick, if you're wearing a respirator, yeah, in uh, an area for H 2s or what have you, we provide the inserts. That's right. Your prescription inserts yep. for free. Yeah. So there's no cost to you as an employee. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's
2: that's important. Yeah, absolutely. We do. You know, we see a lot of that in Pleasanton and the West Texas region. We're we're wearing masks every day. So. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you, need, if you need inserts for those uh, masks, the AV 3000s, I guess yeah. they are. Uh, if you need inserts for those masks, please reach out to your supervisor. And, you know, if we have your prescription, uh, then we can go ahead and get those ordered and have them available for you.
1: Yeah, and I tell you, what, it's miserable. I, I wore the NBC mask in the Army forever without inserts, and I was blind as a bat. I I couldn't do anything, but, uh, and I had no idea they had inserts Mm -hmm. and I saw somebody with them and I said, Hey, where'd you get those? What's inserts? What what is that? (laughs) So yeah, that was a game changer. So guys, get your inserts
2: guys back, back on the uniforms. I do want to cover this. So, you know, the changes that are going to be reflected in, in this is, is no change since we've been doing this since, since 2020, but if you need new uniforms. Uh, if you have something that's wore out, if you've got pants that have ripped, if you've got tears in your shirts or frayed, you know, one of the big things is if you're wearing them bulwark style shirts and you've got your seat belt on all the time, it always frays out around your left shirt pocket. Uh, So if you've got uniforms that are like that, uh, that are wore out, just get with your supervisor and uh, all replacements will be made on an as needed basis instead of receiving the annual allotment of points. So and if you have any, you know, if you have any trouble getting that, you know, reach out to your supervisor. If, if you're not getting where you need at that point, reach up to your terminal manager and have a conversation with them about it as well. And, uh, you know, just make sure that we get stuff replaced, that we look professional, that we look good out there and that we're safely, you know, safe with uh, the FR requirements and things like that. So, yeah, good
4: deal and on that. The ordering process is the same. Yes, so that's right. Yeah. points into your, your profile and you the same way you did before. And,
1: and we, we talked this morning about the red wing boots. I guess that was brought up as something that's not, uh, I guess it's not on the website. You're going to check on that, Scott. Yeah. I'll see if
4: they can't put them back on.
1: Yeah. So Scott will check on that and see if they're available guys. Here's kind of where I am. If they're not available through Wayne, um, what I don't want to do is, is, uh, come up with another manual process uh so Chad did try and wear me down this morning, and i i did I did hold my ground we're not gonna we're not gonna do that um i hope I hope they are available through Wayne and we can have them added back to the site. but if they're not then um then if if that's a brand that you just have to have uh then then you'll have to you'll have to foot the bill on that foot the bill How about foot that bill. <laughs> get it I didn't need to do that on purpose. Um, but hopefully we can get that added back. Uh, I know a lot of people like those boots, including
2: me. So
1: anything else, gentlemen?
2: I think that that pretty well covers it. So, you know, the thing about these policies, though, it, it will be good. And I, you know, I, that's questions that I've asked at safety meetings is, you know, Hey, well, you know, we've got the policy book, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, employees out there don't realize that we do have the blue book policy book. Yeah. Uh, So guys, if if you're unaware of any of our policies, I think we've got, you know, 10 or 15 different policies in there from the compensation to disciplinary Mm -hmm. to uniforms to hurricane procedures to, you know, we've got several different things. So if you ever have any questions about what policies we have, reach out to your leadership and just say hey I'm, you know I want to see the policy book but as we get forward into this you know with technology coming along it's going to be nice to be able to just access it you know you have what what we've done with the website and then Jimmy's kind of taking the lead on a lot of this is you know at our enterprise portal you have access to ETC transportation And then that gives you all the contacts for us up here in the office, lets us know who's in what region, where, Uh, plus you have policies and any need to know information and and stuff like that. Did I pretty well cover all that, Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's
3: uh, hyperlinks to different entities like Wayne's from that portal page. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: No, that's yeah. So hopefully we'll get that straightened out We're, pretty quick. We're we gonna get, get the, on there. get the tablets figured out. It'll be a lot of a lot of new technology that's really accessible to the drivers. It makes yeah. makes things a lot better.
1: Yep, good deal. Okay, guys, um, real quick before we leave, um, if uh, if you had a clean inspection, um, uh, the DOT inspection in the month of January, uh, that is a hundred dollar spot bonus. So if you had one and nobody said anything to you. Um, or maybe your manager or supervisor doesn't know you did. They should know. Um, just remind them uh, you got got $100 coming towards you. So I appreciate everything you're doing, guys. It's been 30 minutes. We're going we're gonna to shut this down. And uh, be safe, and we will see you in the Hammer Lane. Thank you.
0: This has been a podcast for you, our favorite employee. Stay tuned for more podcasts from Casey and the team. If you would like to submit a question, remember to email them to thehammerlane at eprod.com. Again, that's thehammerlane at Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And remember, do the best you can every day. Uh.